WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Hello and welcome to the Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is your host, as always, Dustin Kaufman, coming to you live from right here in Kansas City. Uh, thank you for listening. Please, you can check out past shows and interviews uh, at uh, here Trending Topics Network or also at iTunes. Simply go to the Yes Talk. Just type in the Yes Talk. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, I got some great interviews back there. Rob Schamberger, the official artist of WWE, he talks about making the last jacket ever worn by the Ultimate Warrior on Raw. That's a great, great interview. A lot of cool things to listen to. So that, many others. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about. But today, this week. I'm not going to talk about them alone. That is correct. I have a very special guest with me all the way from Los Angeles, California, home of Hell in a Cell this Sunday on the WWE Network. Uh, he is a dear friend of mine. He is one. He's he's put on his boots He's put on his tights. He's wrestled. Uh, he's wrestled as Money Money Montez. You can find him on the West Coast, and, or or you can just call him Will Montez uh, for t- for tonight. Will, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It is a pleasure to be on the show, man. I've been listening to it for a while. Uh, you know, uh, I had my buddies listening to it, and there was a time where you were. MIA for a bit, and I kept bugging you, like, dude, when's the show coming back on? When's the show well, coming hold back on? Hold on. To be fair, I, I, I moved. I bought a house. No and excuses. I, and I built a studio in my basement so no. I could do the show. No, no excuses. I that, no, no, that <laughs> you left is, the fire and dry. I don't think that's what happened at all. I, I spent, <laughs> I spent way more money than i should have building a soundproof and acoustically treated studio at my house this isn't just like a show in a base i mean i used to record at the radio station at, at uh you know a uh, accumulus radio in kansas city that's where i did my show and i decided i didn't want to record at a professional studio at a radio station anymore and I wanted to build an actual studio here in my house. Oh, God, so, you're such a rebel. That's what Look I did. That. Totally and going against here. the system. No, it's that. So nobody wants to he- hear this. Nobody. This is. We've already lost three listeners because we're not talking about professional wrestling already. All right, let's get back on. Uh, let's get back on. Uh, anyway, pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So welcome, welcome. Uh, Yeah, so we have a lot uh, to talk about uh, in the world of professional wrestling this week, especially the world of WWE. We got Hell in the Cell this Sunday. I can hardly wait for that. Um, uh, We're going to talk about NXT a little bit. We're going to do the Raw Recappuccino. We're going to talk uh, to our John Cena super fan, and then we're going to talk about Hell in a Cell. We're going to break it down for you. All right, so uh, first... First thing, I, I just want to uh, pay respect. Renee Young 
is really good about letting you know, uh, about letting the audience know how they're supposed to feel about the wrestlers. You watch Renee Young interview somebody backstage, and you know how WWE wants you to feel about that person. Is she smiling? Is she confident? <laughs> is she have a little glow to her? Or does she have a turned eye and a cringed face? Is she like facing away? Like she, I feel like she really studied like mean Jean Okerlund. She really knows and like the people of the past in order to do this. Like Renee Young really sells the talent on that roster for how they want to be sold. I can't agree with you more. I mean, like there's like, she's an attractive woman. Yes. But what ups her game is knowing the business. And you can tell it shows during her backstage interviews. And you're right. She, you know, like she knows how to sell you. She she makes you feel like, man, if she's smirking at that guy, then he's no good. No, no. So, you know, and it, what I've learned in the business, you know, it's like, you know, your face is your moneymaker. And she uses that to a T. So bravo to her. I like that they brought her in and she's doing a phenomenal job. And kudos to Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Right. How awesome is that? <laughs> What's funny, though, is, I, you know, she has her little show on the WWE Network, her quick little interviews. And I saw her do one. I saw her do one with Kevin Owens uh, where they sat in an empty arena before a show. And it was a nice personal interview. It was fun. They were enjoying each other. And then she interviews Kevin Owens backstage at SmackDown. And it's, man, man, you know, like she's seldom like she can't stand the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. Uh, Just really quick. That's what bothers me, though, about WWE, though. You know, it's like, all right, you show me this backstage interview, you know, but then you got something else on SmackDown. It's like. I don't know. Uh, I hate to veer off topic, but come on, WWE, be consistent with your storylines and your characters. Well, that's why they got mad at Rusev and Lana, I think, you know, because it just really interfered. But in today's world, I mean, even Triple H has tried calling it the reality era. And so when you, in reality, you know Rusev and Lana are together. And then in reality, you're watching Rusev watch Lana make out with Dolph Ziggler in in kayfabe week after week after week and the shoot of it is it really bothers me i feel bad for rusev you know like she's hot he's probably had to spend a lot of money going to nice dinner restaurants <laughs> bu- picking up a lot of drink tabs she's high maintenance man <laughs> i don't know maybe not i'm not saying she's high i bet she, she's not at all but i mean she's when you have somebody as good looking as as Lana, you go out of your way to make sure you keep her. I mean, he's done good enough for her to say yes to marriage. I mean, do you think that's why he popped the question so abruptly? Like, uh, no, no, this storyline's getting way out of control. Lana, we're getting married now. <laughs> we're doing Rus- this now. He went Rusev on her. Lana, marry Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rusev crush women television programming (laughs) (laughs) I destroy storyline yes good yes (laughs) in Russia we kill storyline okay uh, (laughs) alright moving on NXT 
Uh, speak. All right, before we get in, I just had a couple things from NXT this week I wanted to touch on. But first, we had uh, an NXT debut on SmackDown from Tyler Breeze. Made his debut on Miz TV, uh, attacking uh, Dolph Ziggler, joining Summer Rae. Summer Rae's holding his, her, his selfie stick now. Nah, uh, no pun intended. I think that's the third selfie stick she's held in the past month. <laughs> Some people might think she's a floosie. They always have a woman in this position who just goes around pre- and who's and just pretending to sleep with everybody on the roster. AJ Lee did it. They're having Summer Rae do it. I feel like there was somebody in the middle, but I don't know. Maybe not. But it's just like mm, just making the rounds. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah. So here we have an NXT superstar making his debut on a taped show now my thoughts when i read this were all right you know maybe they're trying to protect the guy maybe they're not sure how the the bigger arenas are going to react to him so let's do it taped just in case he doesn't get a pop we'll go ahead and edit that pop in you know (laughs) that's what i'm thinking they're doing well i kind of think that character i think he could be great i think this character is doomed i just think this character has a shelf life uh, it's something we've seen before. Uh, if he doesn't evolve it, it's going to get bad. He's going to get like, he's going to go from mid card to low card real quick, in my opinion. But I mean, I think he's great, uh, you know. But I think this on the main roster is definitely a gimmick, and it's definitely like close to a comedy act. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's it's the same thing as a, and that comedy act's not. But he can go. Maybe they won't treat him as such. Maybe he'll get a better push than a... I mean, I don't know if you can get a better push than Fondango, but maybe he'll go further. If he can get the audience behind him really like solid with this in-ring stuff. I just think he's really good. I think Tyler Breeze can go in the ring. I, uh, I just hope this character doesn't hurt him. Right. I just hope it doesn't. So, but yeah, and having him date, okay, having him debut on SmackDown, like you said, there's two things. Two things one might say, okay, this isn't as big of... Uh, a thing as you know he's here now or or they try to use that to make smackdown a bigger deal to try to get people to tune in to watch smackdown but how can you do that if they don't announce it they didn't nobody knew who's gonna be on they didn't promote it it was leaked it was leaked immediately it was i knew tuesday night that he did because of twitter as people do sasha Banks was tweeting this afternoon saying only hours until Tyler Breeze debuts on SmackDown. Can't wait to watch. So, yeah, they did announce it, but they did it through social media. They didn't make a public this or like a they didn't pay money to advertise on Raw. You know, they didn't do that at all. They didn't they weren't like paying to advertise him. But they did it through social media, and I think a lot of people know knew most people knew he was going to be there, okay. for sure, for sure. Um, so NXT, okay, NXT this week started off with an with Oscar, uh, her second match. But this is what bugged me about it. I don't know if this was a mistake. It's just something I heard. So they started before they announced announced the wrestlers. They go, the next match is a divas match. And I'm like, wait, and I heard that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm yep. watching in a, I'm watching NXT here. I heard I'm, that too. You remember that? Yeah, I did. I, I it kind of took me back a little bit because like when I see Oscar, I don't think diva. I think woman. 
I think wrestler. Yeah. And I even I, I want to take it a step further. Like women's wrestling, this and that. I just it's wrestling. Like when you go back to the Iron Man match with Bailey and Sasha Banks, and it didn't make me th- it, like I forgot I was watching like the first women's Iron Man main event like huge because I just got so into the match. To me, I just I was I just forgot all about that and just knew I was watching a great match. And right. it wasn't about women's wrestling. It was about wrestling, which is something that WWE can miss all the time because they're so worried about their stories and who they're putting over. So they missed the wrestling, which, and I really, that's what that match did for me. It made me, for, it didn't make me think, I forgot. It was so good, I forgot why it was so good. <laughs> because I was so into the match. Yes. And so, and that's not what the Divas division is. And I don't know if the Divas division, is, if they're trying to push that down, if they're trying to combine them, or if it was a mistake. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it was, I don't, but I heard it. I don't know why it happened. I hope it just was an accident, but I don't like that it happened. Wait, so you know that there was a... Was there another women's match in NXT? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Did they announce them as well as Divas? Or Ooh, do you remember that? I don't remember. Uh, I was watching on my phone at work. <laughs> during your 10 minute break right yeah wow oh, man it's a long day so nobody's coming <laughs> in i'm not so all right um and then oh uh we had speaking of debuts we had an nxt debut uh of the cowboy james storm Sorry about your damn damn luck. And he said it. He even kept his, not only did he keep his name, he kept his merchandise. He kept his catchphrase. Who do you think's behind that? People were way more, I don't know. I, I wasn't sure how I was expecting people to react. They reacted very positively, which it threw me off a little, to be honest. It, I was a little surprised. I was like, "Real? Like they're really the younger people are really into? Like they freaking out over the?" Yeah, cowboy. I remember seeing. Uh, I remember seeing uh, some of the kids just marking out there in the audience, and uh, he got a good reception. I was really shocked too. I'm thinking like, "All right, here comes another washed out TNA TNA, yeah, redneck dude." But he got a nice pop. I, you know, I mean, hey, you know, I'm not the majority of the audience. Sorry about your damn career. <laughs> but, I mean, this was like a nice uh, boost in his career coming to NXT. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, this is this was my, okay, yes, you did mention the redneck thing, and that's something I think the redneck point of view, like redneck wrestling, it's something that pro wrestling has tried to get away from and has worked really hard to get away from. It's a mentality that has cursed wrestling for a long time. I mean, that because it was that for a long time, that whole wrestling, but this isn't wrestling anymore. It's, it's something more. It's not... It, and so I just don't want that mentality being put back into it. A lot of it has to do with the writers, but every story I've ever seen James Storm in was very wrestling and not, you know, that's just what it was. 
in the character, I wonder if this is the right era, if this is for in WWE to for that character. Obviously, the NXT universe was not against it. Right. You know, uh, again, how will it translate if he ever gets called to the main roster? That's a big what if. I think he will. What you think he's just there to put people over in NXT? Well, uh, it's just kind of odd, you know. I mean, he 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 kept his name, he kept his merchandise, you know. So I'm thinking, okay, is this guy working on a contract, or is he, you know, just a uh, a free agent where they're just, you know, all right, come to the show, we'll pay you there, you know? Is is he there to put younger guys? I I don't know. I don't. I, he doesn't fit in WWE for me. Okay, so you. You do, okay, and you have a little bit of a point here. They brought in Rhino, and they have Samoa Joe both. Rhino, as far as people going to the main roster, Rhino's not going back to the main roster. Rhino is there to put people over on NXT. He is there as a mentor for young talent. That's my opinion. Samoa Joe, you would have to think, will be there. You'd think, you'd have to think he'll be in the main roster eventually, or he's another person. He's a great name. He's a great wrestler. He can mentor the young talent, and he can sell tickets for NXT when they do these big events and arenas before SummerSlam, before WrestleMania. That's true. That's true. He 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 does sell a lot of tickets. He, uh, I mean, NXT Takeover. She's done a great job. Um, I could I could see him translating well to the main roster, and uh, you know, I, it would be. Pretty dang cool, and this is a big what if. I really doubt it's going to happen, but it'd be pretty cool if his music hits during the uh, John Cena U.S. Open Challenge. Oh my so, god! But that's that's for later. That's for later. So wow. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, I didn't even consider that. I didn't even consider somebody from NXT. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But I didn't even consider anybody from NXT coming up for that know, U- for that Open Challenge. I mean, you could have Finn Balor. You know, I mean, they could. You could have the NXT champion be like, peace. You know, I mean, <laughs> maybe they want to put the belt on Apollo. He just won the number one contender battle royal. It maybe is. they, maybe they're going to put it on him. Maybe that's why. I thought it could have been Samoa Joe. He could have worked heel. He could have done an actual turn on Finn. He could have turned heel. He could carry that belt as a heel. Yeah, but that would have been so predictable, though. And, and then, you know, I, I like what they did with this battle royale. By not being so predictable and giving it to com- someone completely different. I really thought Joe was going to win it. So did I. And then Joe could have put it on uh, you know, Apollo. But no, Apollo just won. And Finn is such a big face. And he's so over. And so to hear the kind of response that Apollo Crews got when he won that match. It just shows you that like NXT does not, pardon me, does not care about heels or faces. They know that's going to be a great match. These are two guys that are really over. Apollo's brand new on TV. He's been doing the house shows a lot. Uh, he's been, you know, and he's definitely worth the indies. But he did house shows for a long time before it's, uh, he went on the, the actual NXT programming. Nice. So, but to hear the audience so excited about him winning, knowing it, and just knowing, I mean, it's going to be cheering and cheering for the, I mean, so, I mean, he's a big face. I mean, maybe that, maybe Finn Balor will come out for the open challenge. Maybe that's why, maybe they changed directions because they decided to put Finn out, bring him up, put a ti- two titles on him. You have two, t- right? <laughs> It'll cover half of his midsection. 
I want Finn. This oh man, I would love to see Finn Balor come out and challenge the heavyweight title and win. To have somebody with the NXT title and the heavyweight title at the same. T- now those are two belts that you could brag about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. NXT title and the heavyweight title. I mean, it's okay. Sounds Kevin, a lot like TNA's no, X Division and Austin Aries. Remember that little uh, option C? Yes, option. No, no, C. no, no, no. Because, I mean, if you already have Kevin, you've already had Kevin Owens come out and challenge the U.S. title. Yeah. You've already had him come out. That's been done. So why the next step up from that is to have an NXT ch- guy with the title come out and win the main title? Do you, nah, what if? I, what if what okay, go ahead. no i'm saying like uh, i'm trying to think like vince mcmahon here would that sit well with vince mcmahon yeah finn balor versus seth rollins at survivor series yeah that would sit real well <laughs> absolutely or wrestlemania whatever so all right let's uh let's move on all right ladies and gentlemen let's do the raw recappuccino we're gonna go over the caffeinated most bubbly parts of monday night raw there was quite a few of them this week actually monday night raw started with stone cold steve austin got an incredible ovation place went nuts he cut a quick promo uh and then he brought out the undertaker um undertaker said about a sentence which brought out uh, brock lesnar and paul Heyman. uh so it which just led to another promo which is fine they were all quick but think about this the first four people we saw on monday night raw was stone cold steve austin Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, and Paul Heyman. That has money written all over it. And, yeah, all over it. All over it. It was so, a great opening segment. I enjoyed every every single bit of it. Stone Cold still can demand a crowd. He, oh, yeah. Oh, God, they were all putty in his hand. That guy is still great on the mic. I was super excited. I'm just like, come on, man. Please one more match. You look like you're in great shape. Come on. <laughs> it could it couldn't be with Brock, man. His ne- I wouldn't want to if he's got that bad of a neck. No way. I wouldn't want to see it. And I know there were rumors. They were battling the rumors of Stone Cold being on Raw. Um, uh, you know, like I heard he was, and then he wasn't. Uh, that back and forth, but to have him on, but to start to start with Steve Austin. Oh man, that's. That's huge. I thought for a second when he introduced The Undertaker uh, that we are going to see Steve Austin and Undertaker in the ring at the same time. Yeah, I thought so, uh, too. Yeah, but you could actually see Austin was leaving the ring when Undertaker was coming out. Uh, before he even walked out, he was gone. Um, so, uh, I, yeah, uh, Paul Undertaker swapping words with Paul Heyman. Uh, Undertaker proving that not anybody can cut a promo with Paul Heyman. <laughs> you have the best talker and maybe one of the like I don't I don't want to say worst pro, like Mike skills because of like that he's just in character, but that character and his portrayal of how that character talks has never translated well on the microphone. It's very monotone. Am I right? 
what you get <laughs> is a man fighting with nothing to lose. I'm about to brush my teeth before I go to bed. <laughs> Can you imagine? Michelle, uh, where's my steak sauce? I'd like scrambled. <laughs> I, I'm really tired. Take I'm going to go rest in peace. <laughs> Taker, how do you like your coffee? Black like my heart. <laughs> Uh, we, we got a lot of material with that, but all right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Next on the <laughs> list. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine like a whole podcast led by the Undertaker character? <laughs> Next on Raw, John <laughs> Cena. Uh, so Wrap we... <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him. Cut. He's gonna be he's gonna be on the Stone Cold podcast. Pro, I imagine it's gonna be after Helen, obviously after Helen and Cell. I wonder if he's gonna retire. Like if Mark Cal, we're gonna get. I mean, it's not gonna be the Undertaker. All right, it's gonna be Mark. It's gonna be Mean Mark. Mean Mark Calloway. It's gonna be Mean Mark Calloway. Yeah, and I, I just you know I I don't know. I wonder if that happens. If I I just wonder if this is gonna be his last match physically i know they might be pushing him it's this whole thing seems a little rushed uh he's never he's not in the best shape ever after a match anymore and i really just wonder if this is his last i mean if he's gonna be able i mean he could get really hurt in that cage um yeah i mean what a shame though i really like if it's gonna be undertaker's last match i would have personally loved to see it at a wrestlemania event right uh yeah, I mean, you would think, or it's going to be his, uh, hall, like, an immediate Hall of Fame induction. But it'll probably be his last match. I mean, that's, or a match. I just don't know how many more they can get out of him. Um, okay, so, following that was Cena and the Dudleys versus New Day. Uh, New Day's very over. Very over. I'm not a big fan of the dancing, but... But New Day is hilarious. Uh, they they are so much personality. They have so much personality, so much carrier. Uh, I mean, Xavier Woods comes out on Raw carrying a broken trombone. It was broken, and he was still carrying it. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was a fan of the trombone at first. I thought, okay, this is hilarious. But then when I started seeing him come out with it week after week, I it, it was getting old for me. I'm not going to lie. I love New Day. I love everything that they're doing. They're at the top of their game. They're very entertained. They're, must, they're a must-watch uh, faction right now. But the trombone just wasn't working for me anymore. It started getting annoying after a bit. So I'm kind of uh, glad it, they broke it and... Yeah, I am too. It it had a big at Night of Champions was the peak. They tried to match that energy. I think the trombone made New Day more popular. I think the trombone was more popular than New Day. But now they're now they're just riding the coattails of the broken trombone. Uh, so New Day wins uh, over uh, over Devon. New New Day gets the pin over Devon Dudley. And in tradition, in tradition, this is a good sign that we could have new champions Sunday. With uh, with Dudley's going, to, you know, pushing over on Raw. With Dudley's pushing New Day on Raw, there's a good chance 
in theory, in statistics, that Dudleys are going to win Sunday. So we'll see. Um, oh, one more thing. Brock Lesnar uh, at the opening never said a word. Did you notice? Not not one word. Brock and that's Le- good. <laughs> he didn't say what he did an hour of talking after so maybe he was like okay i mean i'll i'm gonna talk for an hour later but you're not paying me enough to not no not even one not even no i'm not even saying one word at the beginning not not if i'm doing an hour later um okay then you had uh team bella versus team bad they're still pushing nikki when did nikki become a powerhouse i know she's been trying to wrestle this way for a while um but the truth is it doesn't really fit her but nikki bella hashtag john sheena nikki bella hashtag john sheena sheena john sheena s-h-e-n-a so right. Nikki Nikki Bella wrestles more like a powerhouse than Roman Reigns, in my opinion. Like she sells herself as a monster wrestler more than Roman Reigns does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poor Roman. Maybe uh, I mean maybe if Roman Reigns slept with John Cena for a few years, he'd learn how to like <laughs> sell himself as. <laughs> Strong too. <laughs> That's so wrong, man. Hey, you know what though? Look what John Cena's done for Nikki Bella. Maybe after he hangs it up, he goes to uh he goes to Florida and he starts teaching NXT. You know? <laughs> you know I mean, even more hilarious? He goes to Florida and knocks somebody else up. Then <laughs> 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 then we all get to laugh at Nikki. Loser. All right, uh, so then we had Shawn Michaels uh, comes out. Shawn, oh, yes. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. All Mr. Right, WrestleMania. Comes out to a near Mr. WrestleMania 60-minute Iron Man match. Yeah. WrestleMania 10 ladder match. Uh, match Mr. of the Decade with Undertaker. Match, match of the Decade, the first ever Hell in the Cell match. That guy's With done the it all. Undertaker. The first ever uh, Grand Slam champion in WWE. Sean uh, yeah, Mr. Superkick Marty Jannetty <laughs> through the Brutus the Beefcake barbershop <laughs> window. Miss Shawn Michaels Miss- comes out. Comes out. This Shawn Michaels comes out to a near dead ovation. I watched the crowd. I was watching the crowd when he came out. People were just standing there. He, uh, he got a little bit of a chant when the music died down, but for the most part, not a great response for the heartbreak kid. It just wasn't. And if you want to compare ovations to Steve Austin from Shawn Michaels, there's no comparison. There's no comparison. Maybe it's because we just don't see Steve Austin as much. Maybe it's because the last time we saw Shawn Michaels, he super kicked Daniel Bryan in a cell. I mean, I, I don't know why you would think stuff like that wouldn't matter, especially since it's been so long. But it was not a great... Re- and that, it can't just... I was watching the crowd. Did you notice this or were you... It, I, I was too in awe watching uh, Shawn Michaels and Seth Rollins in the ring. I was marking out at that. Not gonna lie. Okay. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. To the crowd. Yeah. 
Seth Rollins interrupts, uh, and the fans start chanting one more match. Seth Rollins comes out, and the fans are really, they're like, one more match. Uh, and then Shawn Michaels said, uh, "What? Okay, so Seth Rollins is like they call me the second coming of Shawn Michaels, right?" And so Shawn Michaels said, "If I had a nickel for every time somebody said that they were the second coming of Shawn Michaels, I'd be a billionaire." And what's funny is most people say, "If I had a nickel, I'd be a millionaire," but Shawn Michaels couldn't say that. Because he's already a millionaire. <laughs> he had to go to the billions. Uh, like, if if Vince McMahon was like, Vince, uh, I'd be a zillionaire. Uh, I'm, I'm already. Oh, wait, I lost my billionaire status. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd my money go? Why, where's Seth? Where's Dean Ambrose? <laughs> What's the last titles Cesaro held? Where Where's my money? Where, How come I don't have any money? Where's my Divas division? Where's... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put the belt back on Nikki Bella. I need money. <laughs> Somebody's getting fired. Yes. Um, uh, so then... Uh, so, yeah, we had a little... St- it seemed like Seth Rollins was really trying to get at Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels would not even take the time or the inter- the words to try to sell Seth Rollins. He wouldn't try to sell him at all. He just played cool, funny, uh, you're just ridiculous, I don't care what you're saying. Like, he really just, he wasn't selling Seth at all. He that was just there. That hurt a lot. You know what I mean? Like it didn't. He didn't. Not, there was. He didn't do anything positive except announce Ryback. Okay, so you don't put over the champion, and then you announce Ryback. Okay, all right. No. I mean, th- that's a match nobody like Seth Rollins, and we've seen it recently. It's. I mean, we've seen it a few times actually. The Intercontinental, and it wasn't a long match either. Seth took that match pretty quick. He's like, "I'm, I'm the man. <laughs> I am the man." Yeah. Um. Uh. So that we had another six-man tag match. So I don't know why. And then, uh. So then, then we had the Nature Dad, Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! The nature, the nature Dad. The Nature Dad, Ric Flair. Uh, came out and for he wanted to pimp WrestleMania 32, and then he announced Roman Reigns. It was good to see him there. The third one of the night, third huge person of the night. So that's Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair on Monday. Woo! Woo! Uh, but it was quick. They didn't play his music coming to the ring. They came back from commercial. He was in the ring. They started the music actually a little late. As soon as they came back from commercial, there was some silence, and then they started his music, it sounded like. So they didn't even give him like music to the ring. He just walked out cold at commercial break. They played the music when they came back from commercial. It was a very quick. You guys excited for WrestleMania? Um, here is Roman Reigns. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Buy my shirt. <laughs> Buy into my daughter's title reign. Um, and then um, 
Yeah, and then so then we had the sit down. Why don't you talk about the you remember the sit down between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt? What did you get from that? Oh, that's a tough one. Did that do anything for you? No, no, it did not. I'm sorry to say, like I feel like their peak was that main event at Raw a couple of weeks back. At oh, that's not good. Oh, when they were but the pre yeah the week before. Yeah, the one where they uh, where Bray used the yeah, guy just th- to throw to another guy. <laughs> that was great, but after that, it, it, I'm I'm not invested in this match. I'm here, here. This is the way I see Hell in the Cell because this is raw go home show ha- for Hell in the Cell. Have you lost? Have you lost interest in the story? Yes. And th- this is where yeah. I'm coming from. Hell in the Cell for me is just a destination to wrap up these lame feuds. There, I said it. I said it. It's America. I do what I want. No, no, you're right. Okay, you're right, and uh, you are absolutely right. And I, because every I was, you know, we're not quite to hell in a cell yet, which we're almost there. But every match on this card is uh, a rematch. Uh, okay, we'll okay. Let's let's look at all right. Uh, Charlotte versus Nikki rematch. Ryback versus Kevin Owens rematch. rematch. New Day versus Dudley rematch. rematch. Ro- Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt rematch. Uh, Kane versus Seth Rollins. Well, we had that on <laughs> Raw a week ago. Rematch. Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker rematch. 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 Not to mention your pre-show is now Neville. Uh, Cesaro and Ziggler versus Rusev, Sheamus, and Wade Barrett. Those are three matches in one match. Three rematches in one match. (laughs) They have literally... So maybe you're right. Maybe this is a way to say every story is going to change after this. I hope so. Because, you know, it's like every time I tune into Raw, I'm just getting tired of seeing the same 15 to 20 people having the same matches, like, to change it up, please. Okay, so we do need to finish this because we did have quite a monumental uh, moment in the main event of Raw. So you brought Raw back up. We had a Shield reunion. The Shield reunion. You know what? That was Unannounced. Yeah. <laughs> they should have promoted that. They should have promoted everything about this show last week promote it man look if you're gonna have stone cold sean michaels rick flair and a shield reunion on a monday night raw you need to tell people if you want to know why your ratings are down well maybe you should start there Yes. Start with that. Yes. You had a shield reunion and you didn't tell anybody it was going to happen until halfway through the show. Surprises are good. Surprises are fun. But you know what's better? Ratings, <laughs> viewers, people watching, money, <laughs> fans, network subscriptions. Stories that make sense. Speaking about stories that make sense, uh, did you happen to catch Eric Rowan back in the fold, unannounced, taking unannounced? I mean, I wonder if Luke Harper missed the plane. Maybe his bus was late. (laughs) 
Maybe he got stuck at the laundromat. I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, like, I'm sorry. When they popped up and then you see Eric Rowan, I know I wasn't the only guy, like, looking behind my shoulder, looking at the next guy, like, wait, did, did I miss something? Did, did I miss an episode you know, where, like, they okay. introduced him back? You know how in, like, uh, Indies, Ring of Honor a lot, they'll in other, other countries, even other shows, they'll throw streamers at wrestlers in the ring, or they'll throw flowers or throw whatever. Yeah, to good wrestlers. Into the ring. To good wrestlers. I would like to see people starting to throw clean T-shirts at Luke Harper. <laughs> clean, just go to the Walmart, buy like a three, you know, three, five pack, whatever, hand them out to some people around you, and then like, and then, and then... Throw him as soon as he gets in the ring. Throw everybody. Start throwing clean t-shirts. The rest of the Wyatt family, hey, Bray Wyatt, he's clean. He keeps his white pants he, clean. His white pants are white. <laughs> Eric Rowan, there's no blood stains on that jumpsuit. Braun Strowman, he's fine. No, no, they can. I feel like someone should get fired in the Wyatt household. Whoever does their laundry is doing a terrible job. I feel like Bray Wyatt's the only one that has clean clothes. Braun Strowman, his clothes were left in the dryer a little bit too long. And then you got Harper doesn't even want to wash his white shirts. So someone should get fired in that household. I, you know, I don't think you have to be, it's, look, you can be, I don't think you have to be dirty to sell that character. You don't. You don't have to be dirty to sell that kind of character. That kind of character, I mean, it's just, I mean, okay, it's believable, but it's also, like, uh, not necessary. It's just not necessary. So, but, yeah, we had Wyatt's versus S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Seth Rollins uh, just walked out halfway through, decided he wasn't going to do it anymore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You had to see that, that coming. You had to see that coming. You know? Sure. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you didn't even see the match coming. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, who know? I heard rumors that they were going to do this, that Seth Rollins was going to be the third person in this. So maybe this is going to set up like a Survivor Series match or something. Yeah, it was pretty cool seeing it back together. But, you know, the match was was what it was. And, uh, was this a last-minute decision to cover for Randy Orton? Is that all it was? I think a lot because, of it I mean, has to do with Randy Orton. Like, a lot of the changes revolved around him and his aggressiveness to throw out the trash can, you know? Uh, I would have liked to see Kane come out. The Demon Kane would would to come out after Seth Rollins walked away and filled in that spot as the third man. But really, Kane was the first guy Bray Wyatt ever went against. They had a Inferno match, the Fire match. Uh, it was it was good. I mean, I actually watched it pretty recently. That was one of his first big feuds. Bray Wyatt. They went. They all went at the Wyatt family. All went after Kane. So, all right. <clears throat> um, all right, so we got Hell in a Cell coming up. Um, maybe uh, we do have, uh, as I mentioned, we have a very special, we have another very special guest on the show, um, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and uh, Wilmer, feel, feel free to ask him any questions. Uh, he is the John Cena. He's a he's the John Cena super fan. Uh, Donnie Small Package Tenderson, and it's a it's a big pleasure to have him on. And he's here to talk to us about John Cena. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Donnie 
Uh, he's calling in, so please welcome Donnie Small Package Tenderson. Donnie, are you here? Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm here. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, Dustin. Um, so Donnie, tell me the, again. Uh, you last week you were on. We have some probably have some new listeners this week. The the name Donnie Small Package. To, how did you come up with the name Small Package? Um, well, the small package is like the best wrestling move ever. If I was a wrestler, the small package would be my finisher. And then I'd win all the time, 20% of the time. Aren't you afraid? Okay. Uh, like, what if they end up banning that move? What, what would be your second go-to move? You know, they would never be on the small package. <laughs> How old are you, Donnie? Um, you know, I'm 37. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm laughing with you, not at you, Donnie. I, I will say that, you know, my small package would probably be banned in three countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, my God. So, so tell me, why are you John Cena fan? Why are you the number one John Cena fan? Because I never give up. Yeah. It's hustle, loyalty, and respect. HSR. Hashtag HSR, man. Um, so John Cena is going to be in the Hell in the Cell conducting his open challenge. There's going to be a John Cena United States Open Challenge. Yeah. it's not. The, he'll be defending the John Cena United States title. Yeah. They renamed the title to the John Cena United States title. <laughs> and it's not even the U.S. Open Challenge match anymore. It's the John Cena U.S. Open Challenge match. Yeah. And so John Cena is going to have a John Cena U.S. Open Challenge match at Hell in the Cell. And he's going to defend the John Cena United States title. In a John Cena yeah. match wearing John Cena's shirt. With yeah, John Cena's in the crowd. John Cena. John Cena. But this... And he's going to defend it against somebody. I hope it's a really good competitor. John Cena? You know. <laughs> yeah, John Cena's going to face John Cena at Hell in a Cell. It's going to be the best match ever. And that way, John Cena can hold on to the United States title while John Cena takes a break till December. But <laughs> No, I, let me correct you there, Donnie. If John Cena no. fought against John Cena, that would be the world's longest match. Okay? Because they would be kicking out at twos left and right. You know, don't talk bad about John Cena. I mean, you asked me to come on this show, okay? All right, so, I apologize, Donnie. I apologize. Thank you. I, I don't like what you're doing right now. Okay, so John Cena is going to defend that open, but I hope, yeah, so it's going to be good, but but then John Cena is going to leave. He's, he's going to abandon us until December. He's abandoning his fans. Did you know that? Did you know John Cena's leaving the WWE I, for a month? A whole month. A month. Are you ready for that? He's leaving. No, you know, and I, I read on Twitter that it's because he's going to film a TV show. Well, there's another TV show he needs to film, and it's called Monday Night Raw, okay? That's where your fans are. Don't abandon your fans, John Cena. I have all your t-shirts. I love you, okay? 
Um, well, my mom needs to use the phone, okay? So I got to go, and so John Cena, I'm going to go. I have to go wash my John Cena wrestle ruse, and I have to go dust my John Cena collectible um, alligator figures. Yeah, they're little alligator figures, but you can't see them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks okay. for calling in, Donnie. I got to go. Bye. 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 Okay, the, wow. that that there you go. Wow. That was Donnie Small Package Tenderson, the world's biggest John Cena fan, right there, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so Hell in a Cell. What'd you think about Donnie there, Will? Uh you know He's a character, isn't he? I I, I think the show's lucky I, to have a, a character like that. I don't qualify to speak like a human being right now. That's okay. That's fine. He would, uh, there's a good chance that he could have been like the intercontinental champion like five years ago on WWE. I I do not disagree. I I don't disagree with you on that. (laughs) I think it would have been possible. I mean, hell, they had the light heavyweight championship on Gilbert, right? Yeah, there you go. Bring it back for uh, Donnie's small package. Yeah. uh, so Hell in a Cell, okay, we got Hell in a Cell this Sunday on the WWE Network. Um, okay, so at, we did go over the card a little bit. As we mentioned, every match on this card is a rematch. There's nothing new. There's nothing fresh. I'm going to say it again. Nothing new, nothing fresh for Hell in a Cell this weekend. Uh, the, I'm not saying the matches won't be won't some I'm not saying these matches can't be good. I'm not saying the card could surprise us and turn out to be one of the best events of the year. You know, but with your heavyweight champion going against Kane, I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> Just I mean, but again, you know, maybe Kane has something to prove right now. Do you, uh maybe he's going to come out at 150 my, you know, at 150%, 200%. Maybe he's going all out for this match. I mean, he is in a... I mean, he if he doesn't deliver here, if this is really... If the match quality is as bad as the what it's expected to be, if the match can't itself doesn't hold interest the same way that the story didn't hold interest... He might not have much left as far as in you know in ring matches. Yeah, it's, I mean it's he, he's one of those guys that they're just there to put young guys over. I mean we we got Kane. Uh, is this like um, hmm. uh, you know what I, I I don't see him walking out with the championship belt only because of the stipulation that they added and it'll just add to the story. Um, but. Will he be able to keep up with Seth Rollins this Sunday? Uh, uh, Seth Rollins is going to have to slow it down. He's going to have to slow it down and try to keep at, at keep up at the pace of Kane. Just to try to put on a psychological match. That's what it's going to be. It's like it's not going to be fancy. It's just going to be psychological. Physical? You think it's going to be more physical? Then could we could we see the curb stomp come back uh, on Kane? That's a definite no. Even on the Demon Kane, that move okay, is with the, It's not coming back. With the, st- with the stipulation in place that if Kane does not win the United St- or the Heavyweight Championship title 
uh, then corporate Kane will be fired from his job. Is and after seeing Kane on Raw or Sm- even SmackDown this week, uh, if anybody saw Smack, he was just so happy, cutting jokes. He was friendly. He was actually a character I didn't mind. It was definitely not. Th- there was no demon in it at all. But I didn't mind it for the role of director of operations as a do. I didn't mind it for a do. I really didn't. Do you think there's a chance Kane could win by disqualification and end the feud? He just keeps his job. No, I think the only way to to end the feud is by a clean win. So if we get a screwy finish to where he wins by disqualification... It's not going to be oh. under that feud. It's not. And and if he were to win the title, like Survivor Series would suffer immensely. Oh, yes. Good gosh. So it, it oh, it's just not going to work. So my prediction: Seth Rollins walks out World Heavyweight Champion. Seth, Seth Rollins. Clean, clean win. Clean win. Uh, clean win. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to say clean win. End this feud. Clean win. He he walks out. Because Kane already won. If you think about it, Kane already won on Monday Night Raw. He already beat him. It wasn't for the title, but he already did beat Seth Rollins. So now Seth Rollins will probably get that victory. I mean, there's no nobody is expecting Kane to walk out of there with the title. Right. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's just not. That's not good for anything or anybody. There is no. I mean. There's nobody Kane could put over that he would do a better job of putting over than Seth Rollins. Somebody taking the title from Seth Rollins would be much more meaningful than Kane winning and then somebody else taking the belt from Kane. It just means more this way. He's the champion. He's been champion over 200 days now. Yeah. I mean since since WrestleMania, this is almost the year's almost over. He's held his own. You know, I think he's been doing a phenomenal job at Phenomenal job as the top heel in the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you say top heel, and this I want to mention this. There's something we don't have, and that's top faces. We have them, but they're not being used. Yeah. Dean, yes, I agree. Dean, Dean Ambrose is not even on the card. He was in a pre-show. And now he's not even on the card. Okay, so this, I want to take this off. Let's go ahead and talk about the John Cena Open Challenge. Is it a possibility Dean Ambrose will walk out for the United States Open Challenge? And was that the original plan? Are they trying to adjust from Randy Orton's injury? Because they changed the match completely. If they didn't have plans for Dean Ambrose in that pre-show, okay, if they didn't have plans for Dean Ambrose later, why would they change the match completely? Why wouldn't they just get one of those guys to step in with Dean Ambrose for a just uh, for a, uh, for the pre-show? Because what does it matter? It's a pre-show. Instead, Randy Orton got hurt. They changed it entirely. It's not even the same match. None of the same people. Right. So are we going to see Dean Ambrose accept the United States Open Challenge? It's a strong possibility. I mean, uh, he, he's over with the crowd. But if we were to do that, will they continue the Open Challenge with Dean Ambrose? And if so, if they do that, can you imagine the... the uh, the amount of talent that he can go up against and the quality matches that he could have. I think it would do it some good. So I'm hoping it's Dean Ambrose. And you know, one can only one can only hope. 
I guess at this point, you know, because you just don't know. It could be anybody. And even we talked about earlier, what if they called up somebody from NXT? What if we hear be Joe's music hit? Or Oh, man. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. It, you, you know, Joe just started a feud with Prince Pretty. Yeah, and then Prince There's Pretty's in, on the main roster now. NXT this week, this week on NXT ended with promos uh, of promo from Samoa Joe calling out Tyler Breeze. And Tyler Breeze had a promo calling out Samoa Joe on NXT as well. Okay, so Tyler Breeze isn't on NXT anymore. He's on the main roster. He'll probably come back for a match. But why come back to feud with Samoa Joe on NXT? That doesn't make sense. I could see if you had to come back to lose your title to put over one of the up-and-comers. But Samoa Joe, he's not an up-and-comer. Right. He's not an up So maybe he's following. Maybe he's coming next. What are your thoughts on, on the way that they've been treating NXT talent that have been called up to the main roster? Have you noticed that whoever gets called up, they're still doing feuds in NXT only to lose. And it's very predictable now. Like, I, I tell my my buddy at work, Marcus, you know, like, hey, did you catch that NXT takeover, you know, with Sasha Banks? I can already tell he's going to win. I'm Like, I'm not going to watch it. And sure enough, he's right. You know, well, of NXT course. superstars only go back to lose. Uh, to do the job, to put people over. But would it, how shocking would it be if they go back down only to win the feud? To win? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with an NXT guy losing to a, uh, somebody on the main roster. But when you have the title involved, it's a little harder right. because they're trying to detach themselves from the title to go to the main roster. And they had to have the rematch, right? I mean, you have to have a rematch. Right. I mean, if it happened with it happened with Kevin Owens and Finn Balor, and it happened with Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks. Oh, uh, speaking about Kevin Owens, can we just talk about his impressive pop-up powerbomb on Mark Henry? Yeah, the dude's strong. So, and that's another one. Okay, you talk about how they use NXT talent when they debut them. How, why is it all the guys have, okay, Neville, Kevin Owens, uh, Prince Pretty got introduced right into a story. Those are just the three most recent. And they all, but then when it comes to the women, they just throw them in a giant pile, a dog pile, if you will. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's not an offense to offense to them. I'm not calling that. You know, that's just they just throw them into this giant, and they get lost. They don't. They're not building them individually. They're barely building them together. Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a terrible job with this uh, divas revolution. Have, it's if they treated the women's division the same as they treated the men's, it would be a lot better. Oh yes, I mean. Plain and simple. I mean, why do you have to debut all the talent at the same time? Do it one at a time. Let the crowd, let the new fans get to know them, get invested in them one at a time. You have Charlotte come out. She definitely, in my opinion, was the most deserving for the first up. It was it was almost sad seeing her in NXT at that point. It was like, man, when is she coming up? So let her come up, take that belt from Nikki Bella, run, you know, feud with Paige, feud with the Bella, who, you know, feud with whoever for a few months, and then have Sasha Banks come out. And th- now, you know, Charlotte's had the belt for three to six months. Here comes a great heel. I mean, you know, three to six months later, and then let that feud start. Yes. And you can run that for three months, too. That, that would be a good way to save 
that revolution. But that's not what. Well, and then and then once you know, once uh, Sasha and Charlotte were done feuding, Charlotte goes on. She wrestles Paige. She wrestles a Nikki. She wrestles a whoever. And then Becky Lynch comes out to challenge and just wanted it. You know, yep. or just introduce them. Let the audience care and get behind everybody. Build it one at a time. You can't if. I mean, take when you time, build a, you know, just take, take, your, take time. your time. Let us marinate. Let us get behind somebody. Stop throwing us all this garbage. You don't put a puzzle together every piece at once. You one piece at a time. Exactly. And and sometimes you have to take a minute to figure out exactly where that piece goes. Yep. Man, that was that's some deep stuff, man. Thank you. God. <laughs> <laughs> what shirt did you read that off of? None. Should I make it? That's a w. That's just, that's my message to WWE. Life is like a puzzle. Life is like a hundred piece puzzle. It takes seven years to finish. <laughs> Sounds like something Ryback would say. To be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin Owens versus Ryback. Uh, this is a feud. Also, I hope ends. So you're you know you might have a point. Okay, Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. This they're saying this is going to end the feud, whether it does or not, we'll see. This is probably going to be the end of this Kane versus Seth Rollins story. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, and Kevin Owens versus Ryback. I only hope this is the last because this is the you know the last match. Let Kevin Owens move on, start wrestling other talent. There's a lot of talent Kevin Owens can have great matches with. Ryback did, uh, he really stepped up to the plate. I will say. For the, with that Intercontinental title. Ke- Ryback, you cannot argue the fact Ryback picked it up. Now, was it enough to do what they needed to sell the Intercontinental belt, to repackage it, to make it mean what they need it to mean again? I don't know. I don't know. But you cannot take the fact away that Ryback stepped up his game with that title. His promos got better. He started doing new things in the ring. He started ha- just had a little bit extra in the ring. And so you, but Kevin Owens is just a different breed. Yeah, he is. <laughs> the promos together are ridiculous. I mean, it's night and day. It might as well be Paul Heyman versus Undertaker <laughs> on the mic again. Yeah. Uh, so feed me more. Okay. Eat in peace. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping this feud comes to an end too. And because I just feel this feud is not helping Kevin Owens or the inter- the prestige of the Intercontinental title. No, but at least it's on the right hands right yes, now. Yes, I agree with you on that. So after this feud is over, uh, crossing our fingers, who do you think would be a good person next in line to to challenge for that title uh you know who who would you want to see who do who do you want to see step up to kevin owens for that title mm. for that title yeah i'd like to see neville in a feud or cesaro i think neville could do a great job with the title uh has the intercontinental title just become third tier yes sad sadly it has it has you know it, even though it's in the right hands they're not giving Kevin Owens the opportunity to make that belt, uh, you know, mean something right now. It, they just have him carried around, and you know, it's it's sad. So, is it John Cena 
I mean, is the, is is that United States title? What happens to the United States title when John Cena doesn't have it anymore? Okay, like what? Because right now it's John Cena's United States Open Challenge. Yeah, that's what they call it. That that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, so are we gonna have? John Cena's United States Open Challenge starring your United States <laughs> champion Dean Ambrose. Ambrose versus your anonymous competitor <laughs> like come on it's re- like they have packaged that title around him yeah and this is a classic case of uh it's it, it's not the title who makes the man it's the man that makes the title well let's not forget Dean Ambrose had that United States title for a long time and defended it like once every 4 months yep. And, and that's what he, and that was the third tier at the time because it was on Dean Ambrose who was still fairly new to the scene with the shield and he rarely defended it. So and then but we have John Cena here who's a big star, big name, coming out having quality matches, and that belt means something now. That United States title should be a television title. And then you get a open challenge at WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, and maybe Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. So four Four pay-per-views a year and every Monday night. That's when you should see the United States title. I feel that's where they've built it. Wow. You just blew my mind, Like, <laughs> don't have the intercontinental. You have the intercontinental title. That's how you separate them. You have the intercontinental title being defended on the pay-per-views. Make people pay to see that. Right. Make people pay to see the intercontinental. Like the Brock Lesnar theory with the heavyweight title. Your heavyweight title, your intercontinental title, let people pay to see those matches. Make them subscribe. Yes, yes. I, I, I totally agree with you on that one. Make, make, the Put, be- make, like, make people want to see that title defended. And make the matches mean something. Let them, no intercontinental title match less than 15 minutes. How about, here's something, you don't used to have, uh, this match has a television time limit of 20 minutes. Let's have a minimum, a minimum, not an Iron Man match, but this match has a minimum of of 20 minutes. 20 minutes. You can't, pinfalls don't matter. No pinfalls. Wow. In, until the 20 minute mark. Not an Iron Man match, but a time minimum. Wow. That, damn. Dude, you are just <laughs> on a creative high right now. <laughs> this is why I do my show. <laughs> I, I, think I, am that the, would, that, I, I would love to see that. Like, you know the, what? Uh, like, none of these squash matches. Stop giving me that crap, like Seamus just burying Neville with one bro kick. Like, give me a quality 20-minute match. And then let's see, let's separate the men from the boys. Who's a goer and who's a pansy? Like, let's see if you guys can put on a quality match in those 20 minutes. I like to consider myself the unofficial head of creative, <laughs> as as a lot of fans probably do as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's what that's what we're here for. That's why we live in this great nation. Because you know what, we get to voice our opinions, and if we don't like something, well, this is what you should be doing right. <laughs> okay, so John Cena is taking a break, and it seems like it could only be for about a month. Okay, so if he's only gone for a month, does he lose the title? Uh, I mean, if it's only a month. I mean, if it's not going to be a long time, they could do an injury. 
around it. You know, maybe let whoever does it, maybe it's a monster. Maybe it is somebody really big. I mean, you know, like who knows who it is? Maybe somebody comes out and injure, you know, so then it's an injury. They have to write him off. He can't just disappear. So Kevin Owens ends his feud with Ryback. John Cena gets written off for a month with the title. Take the title and John Cena off of television and then put some focus on the Intercontinental belt for a month. Build your story. But he's not coming back until after Survivor Series. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's going to happen either because they're putting so Mm -hmm. much build to this mystery opponent. You know, it's it. What would be the point to have this build to finally have someone? Come Is out? it a lot of build? They didn't even announce the open challenge until Monday. They kept making you think that there was going to be a story. I thought they were building Dolph Ziggler for it. So, so now there's now, suspense building. So I that's I I feel that there's a suspense. Why hmm. spoil it by having that person lose? Which, by the way, pisses me off. I'm getting so tired of Cena taking these guys' finishers, popping right back up, hitting with the AA, and then one, two, three. I I cannot tell you how much frustration I have with that. Cena always kicking out at their finishers. I, stop. Just please stop with that. Would you just lose? Would you just be human for once and just lay down and stay down? Like, I don't care. Just, just stop kicking out of the finishers and popping back up and hitting your AA. It's pissing well, me. that's why more people need to use the small package as a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so finishers that when they happen, you know that match is over. RKO. It's over. Right. He hits that RKO. It's over. Um, when Bray Wyatt hits the sister Abigail, it's over. It's over. Nobody's getting up from the spear after the super punch right now. Um, Dean Ambrose's finisher, that's, I mean, you know, for what it is right now. Um, I was watching on SmackDown, Seth Rollins versus... Uh, a Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, really good match. Really, it was a lot of fun. Sounds like it, was, it, was it would a, be a physical, good, high intense match. Uh, but as soon as Seth Rollins got Cesaro's arms behind his back for the pedigree, I went. This match is over. He's not kicking out. Not on SmackDown, you know. But, you know, you're right. Um, finishers need to be a finisher. Like, there used to be a feeling you got uh, back in the day. When somebody got their finisher, finishing move on, You, your gut knew the match was over. You went, you would always, oh, get out of it. Kick, oh, he kicked out of the, the setup, right? Yep. And I just think it's everybody's trying to compete with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Exactly. I was just going to bring that up. False finishes started with Shawn Michaels and Undertaker at WrestleMania 21. Was it 21? I'm, no, man. Uh, Wrestle, WrestleMania 6. No, no. False as finishes? Far, as far as I'm concerned. No, I'm, like, right. no, I'm talking about false finishes. Like the first ever Shawn Michaels, I'm Undertaker, ta- when they kicking it, where they were kicking out of each other's finishers. Yeah, but that was, that's not when it started. Okay. I mean, for me, it's WrestleMania 6. Um. With who? I mean, with Hogan and Warrior. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, 
Okay, like, didn't, I mean, I'm pretty sure Warrior kicked out of a leg drop. See, it, I'm, and, that, and, it made, and it made it special. I do not mind false finishes only if it's in big events. WrestleMania, yes. SummerSlam, okay. But don't give it to me every single Monday night on Raw. And not every match. Exactly. Not every match either. Like, just stop. Like, you're just killing the importance of the finisher. Like only do those during big, big, huge events. Because then, if the, you're just if you're just using if you're kicking out of a finisher every Monday night, you're just like cheapening the move. The storytelling of the matches right now greatly reflects the storytelling uh, leading up to the match. It's just lazy, and it just it could just use. I mean, it's just lazy. If you're if part of your story of that match is okay hey let's just kick out of each other's finishers for about 10 minutes <laughs> then that's that's lazy yeah. like hey let's just do the same move back and forth five Didn't times the rock and Three john cena do that during their second wrestlemania match oh i'm sure yeah and they waste so and they spend so much time getting up and then like they both lay there like like you know the the rock bottom just exhausts the rock he can't even get up after that he can't even get up after the rock bottom he's like ah oh, i just put myself out did you see how much energy i used dropping that people's elbow i'm just going to lay here for about 2 minutes <laughs> yep slowest 10 counts in history all right um so Kevin Owens is uh, Kevin Owens wins over Ryback. Uh, then we have Charlotte versus Nikki. Um, Charlotte is going to win. I don't see Nikki taking the belt. Do you think Nikki's going to go away after this? Do you think she's going to go away with John? Um, no, because he's you know this is her career. He's going to do his thing. He's going to uh, to do his TV show. So I don't necessarily think they're taking a family vacation together. Yeah. Well, I, I one can only hope. I, I would really be okay if she went yeah, away the, for a minute. This story, this story is doing nothing for me. Like this, this rematch should have happened two months ago. Yeah. I mean, based on when they, sh it took two months to get a title match. You know, once we saw these the Divas Revolution and all the debuts on Raw, it took two months to get a title match, and now we're still on. I mean, how it's been what six months? Since they debuted five, six months, and we're only on the rematch from the first title defense, we're still Nikki Bella versus Charlotte. Where's Paige versus Charlotte? Where's a good Paige versus Becky Lynch? Where's Sasha Banks versus Charlotte? Yes. Uh, like, what is the point of bringing in this kind of talent just to run the, to not use them? To not use them. Why? Is this has just Vince man written all over it. All over it. There's no point. There is no, and I hate to say it, there is no divas. As of now, there is no revolution. It's the same story with new faces. And it's awful. It's awful. You can't, like, what's the point of having this talent if you're not going to use them? People don't watch NXT to see like Sasha Banks not wrestle. Exactly. You know, that like I mean, how can she they have to know what she's worth. So are they just saving her just to like run 
run a, a Charlotte champion story. And they're not even running a Charlotte champion story. In my opinion, they're running a Charlotte. Uh, can I trust Paige? But she's helping us against the Bella story. It's terrible. It's not even helping her as it's, a character. I mean, all the focus right no. now is on, is on um, Nikki and Paige. Yes. And Nikki and Paige. The focus is on Nikki and Paige. Yes. It's it's ridiculous. It's terrible. All right. Um, all right. Moving alongside. It's, I'm gonna take it. I'm just gonna take a drink of water here. <laughs> all right. Um, Good quality. So, Char Charlotte on that. New Day versus Dudley. Uh, we have the New Day versus Dudley. So you feel that the uh, Dudleys are gonna walk out as champions? They've been chasing for a while. I'm going to say Dudley's on this one. I think we've been watching the Dudley's chase for a while. Um, and if they win, it's going to be a big yeah. deal because it's going to be their 10th their uh, reign as tag team oh, champions there. Well, and it's good because, you know, they did when uh, the New Age Outlaws came back semi-recently, they put the belts on them almost immediately. They did it on a pre-show. It never really mattered. Uh, and it just wasn't that good. They faded out and went away really quick. Dudley's we've uh we've watched them chase we invest they we've reinvested ourselves with them we've been watching them chase New Day for a while now so it's not like oh they're back here's the title everybody loved the Dudley it's like hey they're back they're awesome they're hungry and let's watch them let's see if they can do it so if they were to win if they were to work out of, walk out as champions do you is that the end of their feud with New Day no, because then you still get a rematch. Okay. Now, this would be something you could easily set up for Survivor Series. Can we see Spike Dudley come back? Ooh. Can we see... You know what I mean? Like, we could get a good... The, 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 WWE is in a good position for a really good Survivor Series. If they decide to go that way. If the, But it, I don't know. I mean, because I feel that have they, they've probably played out the Wyatt family versus Rain, the family versus family. And it was never the real family. I wanted to see, like, Roman Reigns and uh, the Usos and The Rock. Nia maybe Jax. Get, <laughs> maybe get Rikishi back in there. <laughs> uh, maybe bring in the Jacob Fatu. You know, yeah. Just like family. Yes. Real family. Real family bring in Black Pearl like for a match in a Survivor suit. Come on, come on. Look, do you remember they brought in the entire Hart family for a Survivor Series yes, match? I do remember that, and it was a great match. Like it because it, it wasn't only so a great match; it was a great story behind it, which totally got me more invested into it. And that's what made right. it a great show. So, and a lot of those guys weren't wrestlers. Uh. Every single person in Roman Reigns' family is a wrestler. Whether they're in WWE, whether they're up and coming, whether they're teachers, whether they own a school, what what you know, whether they're like whatever they're doing, they all are doing something. Yes. There is no reason you couldn't put together a Survivor Series match. And if ever there was a time, it's now. If they can bring in the hearts who weren't wrestlers, they can bring in this family. 
<laughs> I'm just for for Survivor Series. <laughs> um, so Roman Reigns versus uh Bray Wyatt. Uh, I think Bray Wyatt needs a big win. I don't know if he's gonna get it, but Bray Wyatt needs a really big win. But do you really uh, think they're gonna do that to 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 Roman Reigns? It won't hurt Roman Reigns. That's the thing. It's not gonna hurt Roman Reigns. It's but Bray Wyatt is not winning. He's not. He's losing all the big matches. John Cena Mania, Taker Mania. Like he keeps, uh, you know, big matches with Roman Reigns. Even like when's the last time we've seen Bray Wyatt just come out in a big feud and just win definitively? Ryback one match, filler, time killer. Come on, yeah. and that's not again. That didn't do. That didn't push anybody over. That didn't do anything for Bray Wyatt, and it didn't elevate Ryback. So, if we were to win, where would where would the both of those guys go? Like, what good would? Well, that do? they're gonna. Well, they're both standing right next to the heavyweight champion right now. Mm. They're both standing, and that's what this was about. Was the title? That's how this started. Yeah. Anybody but you. This all started when uh, Roman Reigns uh, supposedly, you know, Bray Wyatt said he took his opportunity for the title. Bray Wyatt, until then, had never even mentioned once wanting to be a, the champion. Had never mentioned wanting to hold a title. He's never held gold. He, they, For some reason, WWE doesn't think it's important for Bray Wyatt to win. Which is insane. Why would it be? Why wouldn't you want it, your guys to win? They have a hard time putting people over. It's very important to have people win. Have them lose at the right times. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but will WWE give us that? Give us what Bray Wyatt winning? Yeah. I hope so. They need to. Uh, so Bray Wyatt, uh, Roman Reigns. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to probably... Take the words I, right out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I want. I feel like I need to say Roman Reigns, but I don't want to. I want to say Bray Wyatt, but I really feel Roman Reigns is going to win. All I know is that so, I'm not invested in this feud. I'm not invested in this match. Those guys better do something crazy or something entertaining for me to get behind that match because... Uh, it's just not calling to me. Bray Wyatt is the biggest face in the company from the time he walks out of the curtain to the time he gets in the ring, and then he becomes one of the biggest heels in the company. Agreed. He is he is so over. When his music hits, those lights the come buzzard, on, the audience lights, the buzzards flash their phone. So I, it's so cool. It's cult like. I mean, it's it's ep it's epic. He has got a huge fan. People love it. Yes. Love it. It's Bray Wyatt's entrance is one of the most entertaining parts of going to a WWE live show these days. Yes. Like he could walk to the ring for 20 minutes and I'd be happy. Just <laughs> flash I'd be looking at my phone like my battery's going <laughs> to die soon. Totally worth it, man. My, my battery's going to die soon. <laughs> All right. Um I, you know what? I want I want Bray Wyatt. I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen, but uh, Bray Wyatt. Right. I mean, can Bray Wyatt lose and then go after the title? 
Uh, or pretty much, is this our number one contenders match? Is this our number one content? Is Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt basically a number one contender match? Because you kind of have to assume whoever is going to win this is going to be in that uh, Survivor Series. Maybe we'll get a triple threat. Could you, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns? We, we, Survivor you Series? Can't forget Sheamus on Money the Bank briefcase. Yeah, but he wouldn't put himself, he wouldn't waste that to make it a four-way. His odds greatly decrease. Okay. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm trying a, to see, a like, Sheamus... we, have, we have Seth Rollins, who's definitely going to walk out. Uh, Kane's not going to win. So, Seth Rollins, do you really want to see Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt? Well, you know what, scratch that. Man. Now that I say it, you can't have two heels go at it. It'll just be weird. So, I think, yeah, the most logical thing is... Roman Reigns for the win and, con- and continuing on up the ladder. And I don't think it's been long enough. After WrestleMania, after Royal Rumble, I think you got to wait at least a year and don't do it at WrestleMania. Next, if they were smart, they'd hold Roman Reigns off till next SummerSlam. So who would be next Put in the line ti- for the title after Kane? Bray. Oh, after Kane. Yeah, after this I, Sunday, who's going to be next in line? Because I guess you can't go back to Dean Ambrose because we've seen it. Let Dean Ambrose run with another title. Uh, who would be next in line? That's a big question, Kev- right? Ke- I mean, but you're right about the heel part. I want to say Kevin Owens, John Cena, uh, maybe at TLC. But we just had that, so we're not going to have that again. Um, Roman Reigns <laughs> or Bray Wyatt. There you go. You're right, though. C- Cesaro? I mean, could no, I mean, he, you know, that'd be way too quick for Cesaro to way be too, in, the, in the main event picture. Let Cesaro could do like a royal a royal rumble win, like let him earn it. You know, like let people if if Cesaro won the royal rumble, people would lose. They would lose their their stuff, man. They'd go crazy. That'd be pretty cool. They. They'd be so excited, and that anticipation would carry all the way to WrestleMania. But yeah, Survivor Series, man, if they're not going to do traditional matches, then let's see a triple threat. Let's see let's see Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and uh, Seth against Seth Rollins. I, I, yeah, you know what? I could see that. I think that would be a very entertaining match. You know, you got your big, strong guy, you got your athletic, agile guy, and then you got your... Uh, hard-hitting, uh, ruthless big guy. I, I think it would work. That would definitely be... Yeah, it would definitely work. It would definitely work. Uh, I, you know, I want to say Bray Wyatt should win this for a lot of reasons. Roman Reigns can win and not get hurt at all. He's he's really over right now. Um, he's been... This, this feud with Bray Wyatt has been great. Um, as long as you have something for him to do afterwards... He wouldn't hurt get hurt by losing this. Um, I'm I don't know how much Bray Wyatt would get hurt either, but he definitely needs some of these wins. Roman Reigns has a lot of wins, yeah, a lot of big yeah. wins. It's okay to lose sometimes. It really is. It's okay to lose sometimes. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like some good fatherly advice. It's okay to lose, son. <laughs> So um, then we have uh, 
We haven't even mentioned it, but uh, so that's Charlotte versus Nikki. Charlotte with the win. Ryback versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens with the win. New Day versus Dudley. New champions with the Dudley boys. Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, I'm really on the fence. Probably Roman Reigns. John Cena open challenge. Uh, I'm saying the challenger uh, takes it. Challenger takes it. Okay, and then Kane versus NC, and I think they could write him off for a month too. So um, we'll see on that. That could that could go either way. Kane versus Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins, and then Brock Lesnar versus the Undertaker. <laughs> the, okay. the, the, that's is, the that's the main attraction, right? That's the main attraction. Shouldn't be the main event unless it's like a last match. It's the main attraction. Okay, it's like. It's not your champion. It's just, it's an attraction. It's going to sell tickets. It's not the title. It's nowhere near a title. So you just have it in there. It doesn't need to be last. It's not going to be the best wrestling. It's in a cage, but it's not going to be the, I mean, heck, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns could headline that without it. I mean, essentially, they have been main eventing house shows together for a long time. They have been building these guys to be main players, to be in the main event. They've been breeding them. One side you have all the champions, and then over here you have Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt leading the pack on the house shows because they split up for due to two different cities. That's true. That's true. So, you know, maybe they're just grooming them for, you know, when those uh, older guys step down. But you can't have Kane in a main event. You no. can't have Kane. I mean, I don't, I don't think. I, you just can't have Kane in a last match of anything. It's just. Yeah. But how many pay-per-views in a row are they back to? This is right back where they were when CM Punk started protesting about. Is that they're back to having the heavyweight title as just some mid-card match in the middle of a pay-per-view, not meaning anything. It's absurd. You have somebody who's so good, so good, so as good. And this is what you're you're gonna put him against Kane in the middle of a pay per view. You know what's funny is that when Punk was complaining about that, wasn't he also like in the middle of a view with Kane before he walked out? Oh, that's out? so funny. So it's like Kane's a curse, man. <laughs> like, oh god, People they got like, me in a feud with Kane. Crap. Uh, <laughs> 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 Poor guy. Um. So Brock Lesnar versus Taker. This could be Taker's last match. Physically, I don't know if it's meant to be. Physically, this could be Taker's last match. Um, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Brock Lesnar's got quite a few years left on him. Yes. I mean, they're, they're I mean, if, if you remember, Brock Lesnar is still in the middle of a heavyweight championship title match. He still needs to get his uh, back. He, he, he never lost he, it. He never got pinned for it. The, He's still in the middle of that match. He's, I mean, he just has to get through this, and he's probably going right back to that match. I mean, that could be WrestleMania right there. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, ah, I'm just that's. I'm I mean, just Royal Rumble. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that that's up in the air right now. I'm, I'm curious to see what WWE creative is gonna do. Now, last year, Royal Rumble was Seth Rollins versus Cena versus Brock Lesnar. I know Brock Lesnar is going to go away for the rest of the year. We're not going to see him after this. Um, him or Taker, they'll both, I don't think either one of them are scheduled for TV for the rest of the year. So we could see him come back first of the year for Royal Rumble, maybe take that title 
you know, and then go back to Wrestlemania. all the way back to WrestleMania where you get, uh, yeah, so it's way too early to start talking about Mania, but I don't know. Brock Lesnar or Taker, I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. I think Brock Lesnar is still your monster. He's still the man. Uh, he's Brock Lesnar, and he's going to be around for quite a few more years. Uh, I just, I mean, I'd like to see Taker win. I really would. I'd like to see Taker win. Um, I mean, part of me says it's like that's an open and closed book. I mean, Undertaker wins. You know, you think we're gonna get Lesnar a clean match? Lesnar got the streak. Taker gets the feud. Right? Uh, are we gonna gonna get a clean match? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Who, I mean, who's going to interrupt Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker? That's true. I mean, who, Stone Cold? Who wants <laughs> st- <laughs> Stone Cold? What, to, comes out and costs Brock Lesnar the match, does a little outside interference, and then Undertaker wins with a small package? <laughs> Dude, if that happens, I will... I, I, I don't know. I will send you... I don't know. You are going to be the man if you call that. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold comes out. Paul Heyman's arguing with the ref. We Or maybe the ref's out. The ref is out. Stone Cold comes out, drops a stunner on Brock Lesnar. Ref wakes up. Taker, you know, maybe even Stone Cold just pulls Taker yes. on top of him. I, I was going to say... He stuns Brock. He also stuns Taker and then pulls Taker on top of him and then stuns Paul Heyman on his way out. And then maybe the. Oh, wait. It's a. There is no. uh, The ref's not. None of that's going to matter. It's in a cell. It's in a. Heyman won't even be in there. Yeah. But, you know, one can only wonder and hope. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's the Hell in the Cell uh, card right there, man. Like you called it, the majority is all rematches. Oh, not the majority. The entire pay-per-view is rematches. You think Taker or Lesnar? Who's your... What's that? Taker or Lesnar? Who are you calling? I'm calling Lesnar. You're calling Lesnar? I'm calling Lesnar. It's Undertaker's last match. They're both going away. Um, Is this Taker's last official match? I would hope so, but, you know, I'm pretty sure WWE might throw Taker some money at him or, you know, something juicy where... John's... Maybe John Cena WrestleMania. He is the one guy who he really hasn't had a Mania match with, and it's the one person who could just sell. Would you, would you be behind that that match if they booked it? Yeah, because John Cena could basically go out and wrestle himself for fifteen minutes, <laughs> which is which is about what it would be. There would be no chance of concussion or injury. It would be a safe match. It would still be good. Um, see, you know, Cena knows how to add suspense, but basically, yeah, Cena could go out and wrestle himself. He can slow it down. He, if he needs to, you know, just do some. Uh, he can slow it down. Do some some submissions. Um, yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, who else is left? Sting. I, no, I mean, who, no, Sting's done, that, man. That that match would be a hundred and five years old. Sting versus Tate. Nobody needs a hundred and five year old match. Nope. Man, and that's another case and, of like, man, what could have been? You know, they totally dropped the ball on that one. 
Oh, they've dropped the ball on so much. Yeah, that's true. If they were going to have Sting go lose at WrestleMania anyways, Sting and Taker would have been so much better than that, like, re- than the, like, DX. And NWO, NWO, right? It just doesn't mean anything no. anymore. It didn't mean anything. There was no, it's just like, these guys are old. It didn't make any of them look good. You know. Except Triple H. And, like. Triple H doesn't need to be put over. They're like, we get it. You're the top dog. You married the princess. You run NXT. <laughs> just, just stop. Stop. Just let Sting wrestle Taker. No, but you know what? We're only gonna get. We're only or... gonna get to see that on 2K16. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this. Has been this week's episode of the Yes Talk. Uh, I want to thank my guest this week, uh, Money, Money, Money. No, 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 you're this saying my name wrong, you idiot. It's Money, 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 Money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw some stank on it. But Dustin, right. it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much. If you're listening to the show, I want to thank you. Make sure and subscribe on Twitter at the Yes Talk. That's all I ask. Just hit subscribe. And uh, yeah, all right. Uh, also go at iTunes, just at the Yes Talk. Please subscribe, rate, review, follow me on Twitter. Uh, all the good stuff. Facebook, Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm easy to find. My name's Dustin Kaufman, and I will talk to you next week. Rock out with your talk out. Peace. <laughs>